to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Welcome to This Grit and Grace Life. I'm Darlene Brock, and you know, I've started this thing of watching these reality shows where, Ooh. yeah, it's you, Julie. It's all you that I'm doing this. I'm so influential in your life. You actually are. And uh, <laughs> is it positive? Well, no, I'm not going to say that very much so. But <laughs> in this instance, you know, the shows where people are being judged, um, whether it's, you know, The Bachelorette, where mm-hmm. which boy do we pick, or let's see, what else? Um you know, any uh, I watch World of Dance. Do you watch that? I haven't. I used to watch So You Think You Could Dance. Oh. So is this similar? Similar. Yeah, I used to watch all of the performance-based shows, The Idol and The Voice and all of that, but I just got into so much other reality TV that there just wasn't <laughs> enough time to keep up with it all. Yeah. Are you judging me for my TV watching? I kind of am. I yeah. know you are. Okay. Well, I'm Julie Graham, and I am a reality TV junkie, and I don't care what you think of me in that. Oh, so you don't yes, care I if do. I judge you I or do not? I do care, actually. Oh, I do. Okay. Okay. So we were thinking about the fact that there are a lot of shows based around judging. And the truth is, is a lot of our life is based around either me judging you or me being afraid that you're judging me. It's true. And I think, Julie, I hate to say this, but I think women are some of the worst. Whether I would have to Either agree. side of that. Yes, yeah. totally. So we thought we should devote a little bit of time here on this Grit and Grace Life podcast to this important topic because it's really stealing so much of our life, our joy, our time, and even our relationships. The fact that we kind of can't help but judge one another. Yeah, it's the truth. And there's some things that we always seem to vacillate to. Do you like that word? Yeah. Wow. You are so <laughs> impressive. Thank you You must much. be a writer. Oh, so How's like your book that. coming along? Oh, fine. Thanks. Okay. Off Back the to judging. Anyways. Are you judging my book? You know, there are things that we always seem to go to. And I think one of the immediate ones is appearance, mm. the way someone looks. Well, it's that whole you judge the book by its cover. So we do start with what we see and we make judgments about whether it's good, bad, indifferent, whatever it may be. Yeah, whether it's weight, or do you have too many tattoos, or do you have too few, or do you have your hair? Or what hair, is she wearing? Or what is she wearing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is she thinking that she's wearing that? <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah, you actually said that there was a recent study in 2017 by the American Academy of Facial Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery. Where did you find that research, P.S.? I mean, where are you spending your time that this <laughs> yeah. is what you're coming across? You know me. The I, Google. I, I read everything. I, I read all the time. So yeah, I just randomly came across that. Well, you told me this, this stat, and my jaw was on the floor for a while, that in 2017, 55% of patients who were seeking plastic surgery actually came in and told their doctor that they wanted to look like their filtered selfie. Yeah. Is that not terrifying? It is terrifying. Because we no longer see ourselves for who we are. We see ourselves with the filter, the right, you know, the right glow and the right lighting and the right. So, you know, it's then you look in the mirror and go, I don't look like that. I need to fix that. I mean, that that's a sad day when that's how people are rating themselves. But you know what? It's actually also not surprising. No, because you know someone else in the world is seeing that selfie. So that's how they're seeing you. And if they see you in real life, will they judge you? Yes. Will they think you don't look that great? Yes. I know. It's true. I mean, yeah. I've told you before that there are people who don't actually recognize me in real life if I don't have my hair and makeup done. 
So I might end up being one of these people who tries to go and look more like her selfie. Please don't uh, let me do that. I wouldn't. And I don't think you would. But okay. But yeah, I mean, we do judge one another on our appearance. And it's it's so sad because that is not what matters most. Sure, yeah. we put time and attention into it and we can care what we look like, but it's not where our value comes from. No, it's never what our value comes from. And I think one of the weird things about appearance, it's not just, you know, we always go to weight or we go to things like that, but style, you mm. know, a, a one woman's style may not be another woman's mm. style. So why do we think we have to go, that style's not good or that looks not good or that hair color's not good? You know, let's just move on. Absolutely. I mean, the way we express ourselves through style is so unique and it should be that way. And we should embrace that. And we should appreciate that about other women. It actually makes me think of episode 53, where we had the stylist from Ever Eve join us and really kind of helped us embrace our own personal style. So I'm just going to go ahead and say, be bold and just be you in the way you look and embrace all of the things that make you unique and special and be happy for the girl next to you who's doing the very same thing. Yep. You know, another one that seems to come up a lot is how we make money or how we spend money. It's whether, you know, if you have a job that's good or if you don't have a good enough job or what are you doing at that career when you could be making so much more at this career or, you know, whatever it is, we seem to have an opinion about somebody else's life when it comes to earning a living. Yeah. And it's not just why are you working there because you could be making more. There's also why do you work there and make so much? You could be doing more important work somewhere else and maybe not make as much. Oh, wow. We could do every side of every I'm, conversation, we can't we? And then how you spend it. Mm -hmm. You know, am I going to judge whether you get those cute little eyelashes or not? Uh-oh. Oh, no, she didn't, <laughs> friends. Does that I'm, mean you have judged that no, I actually, actually spend money on my eyelashes? I don't. Because but, they're amazing. But they are amazing. <laughs> I'm actually contemplating, could I sit still long enough to have those put on? Probably not. It has nothing to do with money. It has to do with patience. What's funny about that, now that we're talking about lashes, because I think we're combining appearance and how we spend our money, um, I did feel really bad about it the first time I got my lashes um, because I was afraid that people would judge how I spent my money on my lashes. And my lash stylist, of course, um, made a comment about how it's pretty much the same price as getting a pedicure. And I don't do pedicures. So there, there you, go. you go. Short of them owing you money, why do you care what they're spending their money on? Valid. Okay. Yeah. Let's not, let's not judge that one. Mm. The next one I think is so multifaceted and I know that I'm guilty of it. Can I just actually acknowledge that I'm guilty of judging people on appearance and on how they spend their money and make their money? I'm oh, just okay. going to be honest. Julie, every single one of us. Okay. Well, everyone. I just feel like I need to mention that before anyone gets the idea that we're implying <laughs> we're, we've never done these things. Yeah. We're not judging you for judging. We're joining the, the parade. Well, so as a still newish, although I probably can't say that anymore as a young mom, can I say young mom still? You can. Okay, good. Thanks. Yeah. Um, as a mom, being judged by and judging other moms is such a big part of my motherhood experience. Yeah. How you raise your child, how you discipline, don't discipline, what you say, what you don't say, what you feed them, what you don't feed them, what car seat you put them in, what car seat you don't put them in. Where you send them to school. 
where you or if you send them to school and why don't you stay home with mm-hmm. them or you should send them to school and Christian school if you're sending them to school yeah it doesn't it doesn't end it doesn't end it doesn't end and then it doesn't end when they're little because when they get older I mean kids do things that you go mm-hmm. oh don't do that don't go there don't make that bad choice and then you've got the other mothers saying what's you know, wrong with you that your child made that choice yeah you did something wrong didn't you mom mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, and this is just an area where, like we said, it's it's endless, but we're all drowning in our own, you know, uh, insecurity about the decisions we're making in our mothering, and then we compound it by being so up in everybody else's business on what they're doing. True. Why are we doing this to each other? True, true. We got to jump to the next one. Relationships? Relationships. What do you mean there? How do you think we're judging people in relationships? Are you dating him? Why are you dating him? You're not dating him. Are you going to marry him? Is anyone oh, ever going to date you? Is everybody? <laughs> is, why are you? Why are you not married? Wait, are why you are online you dating? Because you, that is so not yeah. cool. Or do you? Are you not interested in dating? Why are you not interested in dating? Why? You know. Okay, let's just keep going. It does not end. It doesn't matter where you land. There's usually somebody that has an opinion about it. Well, and then you're you're married, so maybe you're married, and then people are judging how you interact with your husband. And then maybe something happens in your marriage and you either end up divorcing or you choose to say. And either way, you've got people judging your decisions there. Yeah, there will be the camp who says one side is wrong, the camp that says the other decision is wrong. So, you know, we, it's exhausting. It is so exhausting because you cannot please everyone in any of these categories. But, you know, when it comes to a relationship that you're trying to build... All of these opinions don't help it. They mm-hmm. actually um, make it worse. It's definitely one of those too many chief situations. If you've got so many opinions <laughs> in a relationship, that can te- take away from the the strength and the health of it, for sure. Yeah. Here's one I know we do a lot, is we judge other people's decisions. Oh, yeah. Decisions on everything. Where do you live? Where do you send your kids to school? What are you wearing? It goes back to every other category is... Your decision that you made probably wasn't a good one. Mm-hmm. We come at a decision from a completely different set of beliefs and morals and convictions and priorities than anyone else on the planet. So, of course, the way we would do something is likely not going to be the exact same as somebody else, even in the same season of life. And so we want to decide that the way they did it is wrong. That's not true. It's not true. And we don't understand the circumstances that brought them to the decision they made. I think that's always one of the issues is, you know, we may think, well, you should have chosen differently, but not knowing what led them to the choice is just, you know, it it puts us in the wrong position Mm. to be able to even start to make a judgment. Here's one that can get a little bit uncomfortable, but it's a big problem is we're, we're Christians, you and I, and yet we would be lying if we didn't say that a lot of the problem in the church today in America is the fact that we are judgmental, even of our own faith family. Boy, I, you can see one faction tell another faction that they're wrong in the broad sense. Okay. You don't believe exactly correctly on this, or you don't stand for this correctly, or you don't. And, you know, our fundamentals should be what we hold to, not the the different small nuances mm-hmm. of our faith, mm-hmm. you know, and then break it down to individual. Mm-hmm. Julie, have you read your Bible today? Julie, mm, did maybe. you read your Bible yesterday? Mm-hmm. Julie, you know? When was the last time you went to church? Are you serving in church? 
Do your children like church? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all yeah. of the things. Yeah. How many how many Bible verses have they memorized? Zero. <laughs> Unless my kids' teachers have taught them some because I have my kid in a Christian preschool. Aren't you so proud of me? But let's be clear, he's going to a regular <laughs> elementary public school when he gets old enough. Oh, oh. I know. Judge away. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, of all places, I think judge judgmental attitudes should not exist mm-hmm. is in our faith. Yeah. yeah. You actually wrote a piece recently that I I was so encouraged and I found it really refreshing. Um, it was actually uh, about new Christians. And that is definitely one of the areas where we do end up judging people a lot. When somebody comes to faith, we instantly want to quantify it. Is it real? Do they really love Jesus? I mean, because I know their life. I know what they've done. I know what they're saying they have to have turned from in order to follow Jesus. And instead of supporting them and believing the best, you actually say in the article, um, we often want to kind of cut them down right from the start. We'll link to it in the show notes, but it was called, This Will Make You Question Why You Judge New Christians. And I just really appreciated that you um, put that out there because it really made me rethink the way that I think about other people in the family of God. You know, Julie, that is something I'm incredibly passionate about, and that is that we spend so much time, whether it's new Christians or fellow Christians, having opinions about who they should be and what they should be and how they should act, that we don't simply love them toward what our goal is, all of us to be followers of Christ. Mm-hmm. And to, to me, if we spent a whole lot less time figuring out if they were right or wrong and a whole lot more time encouraging them in the things that are good and loving them well, you know, we'd probably all be a lot better off. When I think of when I find myself judging somebody, it's more often that first interaction, right? The first impression that often leads to what can be a false representation of someone. Do you find that to be true for you? Yeah, I would say not even just often. I think it's more than not. Mm -hmm. I think it's regularly you look at someone and think, you are this person. You act this way. You think this way. Surprise, you're not. <laughs> After three conversations, I go, you know what? I really like you. And I maybe didn't think I was going to when this started. It's that whole first impressions can definitely be wrong and the don't judge a book by its cover. I know for me personally, because I tend to be high energy, I can really freak people out at first. I've had people say to me, yeah, the first couple times I met you, I just didn't know what to think. Yeah. And I'm like, is this a good thing or a bad thing? What do you think now? And so it's that whole first impressions can kind of get us in trouble. And when we rely on them with other people, we can get in trouble. So oh, sometimes absolutely. that's a reminder we need. It is. I mean, I've been surprised through the years at how many people said I was intimidating. I think I'm anything but because I I know everything I do wrong. So surprise. <laughs> I've not thought you were intimidating. Yeah. But we're kind of similar. So we've admitted that these are some common areas where we find ourselves judging other people, how they look, uh, where they make and spend their money, how they choose to mother or not mother. That's a whole other thing. Maybe they don't want to be a mother and we're judging them for that. Oh, forget about that (laughs) one. Yep. (laughs) Yep. That makes the list. Yep. Dating or not dating, married or not married, how they make their decisions and how well they're following God. These are all significant areas. So what are some things we can do to stop judging or stop being so worried about the fact that we are being judged? Well, I think we start by choosing to believe the good in other people, Hmm. not choosing to look at the negative, but choosing to believe the good. It's really easy for, for the world to us included to listen to and believe the bad things about people. 
but is it really easy for us to believe the good things? Mm. No, no, it is not. I know. And we should. That's That should be our starting place. And I think it really does come from our own insecurity, if we're being honest. We, we feel things about ourselves that most of the time aren't true, that we then assume someone's going to feel about us. So we kind of want to quick put the negativity toward the other person before we can feel it about ourselves. Oh, that's interesting. Do you think it's almost like, you know, offense is a great defense yes. kind of posturing that we do? At least I know that that can be part of it for me. Yeah. Sometimes when I find myself, you know, honestly judging somebody, if I pause, catch myself doing it and try to think, why am I thinking this? It's because they're triggering something in me. You know, it's her outfit for some reason is something I wish I could wear or am too afraid to try or I think, you know, is out of style because I wore it in a different time. But that's all it's actually about me instead of the other person that I'm projecting this judgment onto. So often it really does come back to me and how I perceive myself. So Julie, what you're saying is we just look for something positive to, if, if we go in a room filled with people, we look around and we find the positives instead of going, I, I feel a little insecure. I feel a little afraid. We look for the person across the room that maybe they might feel a little less secure. Mm-hmm. So we go reach out to them. Yeah, I've heard it said that when you judge someone, it doesn't define them. It actually defines you. So if we would just kind of remember that, that the judgment I'm making on someone else is actually a poor reflection on me. Instead of bringing somebody else down, it really brings myself down. And at the end of the day, I don't want to do that. That's true. (laughs) I don't want to do that. So you're right. Instead of when you catch yourself wanting to judge somebody else, recognize that it probably is based in some insecurity and instead look for something positive you can point out in the person you're with. And one of the positives, I think, is the differences Mm. that we possess. Instead of looking at another person's difference and being negative about it, let's, let's enjoy it. Let's realize that not only do we have differences in style or differences in child rearing or differences in any of that, we have different histories. Mm. We have a different upbringing. We have a different family life. We have different dynamics, a different personality. And instead of judging that, I think we should celebrate it and discover things about other people that aren't our world or aren't our experience, but we get richer because of what they are and where they came from. Yeah, it kind of goes back to that interdependence we talked about on episode 47. I think that it's great to be independent and to, you know, be unique and all of that. But it's also important to recognize that you need other people. And when we're coming off judgmental or we're putting barriers between ourselves and other people because we're judging them, we're going to miss out because we do need something that somebody else can bring that we don't have. So it does affect our interconnectedness when we're always pointing out the negativity that we feel about ourselves, and we're projecting it onto somebody else. Mm, That's the truth. And I think you can remember that everyone is judged unfairly at some point. Mm. Don't don't think you're the only one. Mm. Don't think that when someone's judging you that that you're, you're the sole target. Every single person walking has been judged unfairly. Today. <laughs> Today. <laughs> Actually, probably the last this hour. hour. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, that's actually a really smart point because I think we do get so upset about the fact that we know we're being judged. We do forget that everyone else is too. So even that sometimes just lightens the whole experience. It's not just me. We're all doing it. It's part of the fact that we're human. It we is. can't help it. Yep, for sure. 
Julie, there's something that I read when, of course, you know me, I do the research and <laughs> figure out things. But Thank I, you, by the way. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you bring the zest. <laughs> That's what I call it. You're Julie's zest. I loved, I, I thought this was really true, what I came across. Those who know the least about you often have the most to say. Mm. So, you know, the problem is that if you know someone well, you're less likely to judge them. That is so true. And when we're getting bent up on the fact that we know we're being judged, if we can just stop for a second and think about, okay, this person who either is judging me or I perceive is judging me, because often right there is the difference. If we can take a quick inventory, how close am I to this person? Have I ever had a real conversation with this person? Hello, social media. Um, <laughs> does, true. does this person have any long-term bearing on my future? And as you answer those questions, you can kind of quantify what they think about me. How much does it really matter? How much time should I spend on this scenario where I may or may not be being judged? Well, and I think there's two roads in that. One is walking away knowing that... That person is probably not one of your closest friends, nor will become. Mm -hmm. And then there's the other, where there are some people who you care enormously about, and they are close. They may be family. They may be close friends. And instead of just allowing them the thoughts and the emotions of judging something about you, talk to them. Mm. Spend time with them. Um, Let them know what your heart is saying and why it's saying it. And most of the time, if it's someone that you're building a relationship with, the judgment falls aside and the understanding starts. Well, that right there is a massive takeaway that sometimes we just need to have an honest conversation. One, sometimes you just need to say, hey, I felt like you were judging me for this thing. And you give the opportunity for that person to say, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry you felt that way. No, I just was pointing out something that was different. I'm sorry it came off judgingly. Or you give your friend or acquaintance (laughs) an opportunity to have to be, you know, faced with the fact that, yeah, they were judging you inappropriately and then you can resolve it and move on. You actually wrote a piece about um, having a hard conversation that I'll link to in the show notes because sometimes we ladies, we get um, scared of having those difficult conversations, but when we can learn to just face those kinds of interactions, we will be so much better off. We'll learn something, he or she will learn something, and the next time we're in a similar situation, we'll be able to get through it with a different perspective. It's true. And do you know another way that we can kind of ward off the effects of judgment? Do tell, because I'm probably going to need it later. Oh, everyone (laughs) is. Okay, you're not alone. And that is to realize how little other people are actually thinking about you. I mean, I I know we're each very important and all of that, (laughs) but um, the reality is most people aren't thinking about you all the time and making judgments on you. All the things that have conjured up in your head are not even there. They're not even reality. So true. And if you happen to do like we just said and sit down with somebody and say, hey, I felt like you were doing this, I bet half of those conversations (laughs) end in, I don't even remember what you're talking about. Exactly. And And that's a real slap in the face in a good (laughs) and a bad way. And well, crap, I hate that I just brought it back up because now you definitely are going to think about it and want to judge me. Or really, I've spent the last three weeks obsessing over what you might think of me and you haven't thought about it once. Or... 
You mean I'm not important enough for you to judge me? Is that Absolutely. It? <laughs> I love the Eleanor Roosevelt quote where she said, you wouldn't worry so much about what others think of you if you realized how seldom they do. And it's like that quote kind of slaps you a little bit where you're like, wait, they're not thinking about you? Yeah. But then you're like, oh, except that's a really good thing. It is a really good thing. Oh, that's yeah. so true. And yeah. and it, again, and you go back to quantifying. And even if they are, do they matter long term in my life? Mm-hmm. Do they actually know me? Uh, so I definitely think that's a big one in being able to kind of make a break from this being weighed down by the judgments of others, realizing that most of the things we're worried about are actually not even on somebody else's radar. It comes back to my own insecurity and assuming that you're judging me. Have you realized something, Julie, and that is the most attractive people, and I'm not talking about the style or, you know, the perfect complexion or the great hair or, you know, any of that. But the most attractive people are people who are comfortable in themselves. I would definitely have to agree with you on that, for sure. And that doesn't happen overnight. No, it doesn't happen overnight. But being comfortable with yourself really helps you ward off the effects of other people's judgment. Mm -hmm. So how do we get there? I think part of that, Julie, goes back to us realizing that every single one of us has insecurities and that people aren't really putting that much mental effort into what we do or what we say. And also, we're doing the best that we can do individually. We're walking in our shoes. We're living in the world that we're in with our family and our children. And even if it's good or bad or, you know, things are challenging, it's still right. Mm. It's still as it should be. And we need to be good with that. We need to say, I am living the best life I can with the circumstances that I, I have And I'm good with that. Yeah. I'm good with that. You want to be able to, you actually said we are walking in your shoes. And that reminded me of when I was pregnant with Lincoln. Um, I wore high heels. Of course you did. I mean, you've seen me in my high heels. I still wear high heels. Um, And I just remember I almost every time I was out in said heels, somebody would comment about, should I really be wearing those? Um, and, (laughs) and which means they were judging the fact that I was pregnant and wearing these heels. Um, but I got to a point where I just said, yeah, I love them. This is what I, this is what I do. And it's just one of those choosing to, this is how I am and who I am. And I, it doesn't matter what you think about it because I'm confident in my own shoes, whether they're high heels <laughs> or chucks, you know, I just can't do the chucks thing. No. I feel like I'm a poser when I'm wearing chucks. So there's that. <laughs> Instead, I prefer brightly colored high heels. So it goes back to just doing your own thing and being confident. And even if that confidence has to grow slowly over time, I know one of the things that helps grow my confidence is every little thing that I do that I can look back on and see was a positive step forward or a right decision or one thing that I did did well, if I can just take tiny inventory of those little things, those little right things that happen amidst all of the little negative things that also happen, that's what slowly builds your confidence over time. And then your identity isn't so wrapped up in what he thinks, she thinks, the crowd thinks, the social media thinks, all of those things. If I can put my head on the pillow at the end of the day and say, you know what? My kid was fed. I did my job well. I wore cute shoes. <laughs> I enjoyed talking with a friend today. I did well, even if I didn't do it the exact way that somebody else might think I should have. The other thing I think is important, Julie, is surrounding yourself with just a few mm. trusted people in your life. 
So, you know, if there's something that maybe doesn't need judging, but needs your attention toward, Mm -hmm. that needs you to think about or pray about or wonder about, you have the core people who are, you know, only have your best interest at heart. And them and only them do you allow to have that impact and influence in your life. This is where I hit the rewind button, the 15 second rewind button. As I listen to podcasts, whenever I hear a line like that, I usually rewind it and listen to it a few times. Sometimes a tear might flow if I'm being honest, Dar, because that's exactly what I needed to hear. And I bet there's somebody else who needs to hear that. Sometimes we just need to know who the opinions are that matter. It's first God, then it's those people that you've chosen to give access to your life that you know their heart and they know your heart and you trust each other. And then the rest doesn't matter. It's true. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's just bring in the one last thing that you put on here because in an episode where we're talking about the fact that we are judging somebody and we are being judged, I love ending on a light note that sometimes we got to just embrace the humor in the fact that we're doing it. Yes, we do. I mean, we're doing it. I'll admit it. I probably judged you twice today. (laughs) At least. About what? I don't know. I I wish I could think of something. No, no, no. I know. You you judged my outline. You saw two typos. Two typos. Come on, Dar. Yeah, you did. (laughs) That's true. Can you want want to acknowledge anything you judged me about? This could be fun. No, I don't. Jeez. It's because you're so much wiser. No, it's because I care a lot less. (laughs) No. That's funny. You know, I did think when you came in, you had done an interview earlier today. I did. And you did it for the Burn. Yeah, yeah, I was on Coffee and Kettlebells earlier today, um, which is the podcast for the Burn Boot Camp, which is the gym that I'm a part of. Yeah. So were you judging me for coming into my workout clothes today? I I was thinking, well, you at least dressed for an audio (laughs) recording. I did. I did make sure, though, before I scheduled that call, like, wait, this is not video, right? You're not going to see how crazy (laughs) I look. But I, she did ask me first thing if I had gone to the gym yet. I'm like, no, I'm doing it later. Promise. (laughs) Oh, was she judging you? I hope not. No, she definitely wasn't. Okay, good. Yeah, but sometimes we just need to laugh at ourselves and know that, yeah, I'm I'm probably going to get judged for this one. And that's okay because we all do it. We're all going to keep doing it. But if we employ even just a couple of the things we talked about on this episode, we'll be a little bit lighter and we can give a little more grace to the people we're doing life with every single day in this grit and grace life. I want to real quick highlight two articles that we're going to put in the show notes so that you can get some further reading, be thinking through how to combat this struggle of judging other women. I loved Kelsey Adams' piece, How to Crush Comparison with mm, a Compliment. That's a good one. That one was really good. So yeah. I'll make sure to link that in the show notes. Yeah. But can I can I quote you again for the other one? Oh, sure. I don't... Yeah. You won't Go, remember writing I it. Won't. Mm-hmm. Um, but your 10 funny things all women do... I mean, that's just one where we get to laugh at the ridiculous things that women do. And some of them are the things we judge each other for. Yeah, we so do, we're definitely going to put that one they into the funny. show notes that you can just acknowledge, hey, we're all doing it. We can't help it. And we're probably not going to stop. Since we do end every episode with a quote. Well, this is, I guess, my own quote. Ooh, kind of. I love when we quote you. Yeah. Well, you're probably the most quoted person on our ending quotes. How do you feel about that? Oh, a little strange, <laughs> a little strange. But this one is the truth. Okay. Judging someone else doesn't define them, but it defines me. Well, that right there is the perspective switch I think we all need when it comes to being judged and judging others in our grit and grace life. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project online magazine. Whether you're listening in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or streaming the show, be sure to take a couple moments to subscribe, rate, and review so you never miss the next episode. You can also share the show with a friend you think might enjoy living a Grit and Grace life with us. Every week we share all the details on everything we discuss in the episode at thegritandgraceproject.org. We'll catch you on the next one.